Hello and welcome to the Forbes India cover story podcast series in association with the indicast.com. I'm Abhishek and uh, joining me on the other line is the associate editor of Forbes India, Kuku Paul. Hi Kuku, it's good to have you after a long long time. Hello Abhishek, good to be here. And like always we record at an hour when the world sleeps. It's it's way early in the morning and uh, let, let's talk about this issue's cover story and it's about a man called Mr. GM Rao and his company GMR. Before we get into the cover, can you help us with what the company is about and who Mr. GM Rao is because he's not exactly a household name uh, even among those who read business news. He's not a household name probably but uh, he is a name that is becoming more and more familiar especially uh, to passengers because his company JMR runs the Delhi airport and has built the Hyderabad airport that i think is the biggest interface in terms of consumers and passengers his business is divided into three different verticals largely broadly there is the power business the business that he started with uh, mr rao is an entrepreneur from Andhra Pradesh who began in the 70s and in the traditional world he's been grown from small time businesses in the ferro alloys and jute industries moved on to the banking he was at one time largest shareholder of Raisa Bank before he sold it to ING he saw opportunities particularly in the infrastructure areas in the public private partnership model that was just starting in the 90s and he bid for power projects then he moved on to road road projects and uh, in the middle of uh, 2000 finally started moving on to airport projects when he bid for uh, bombay and delhi and chose delhi finally so that is that is the evolution then he moved on internationally bid for turkey's second airport sabiha gochen and won a bid to build that and he has since won also male airport and is in the play for uh, other airports as well so that's the background on uh, gmr and from your article it also says that uh, gmr has had an experience of starting as many as 28 businesses in the last few years although your article does say that in spite of he being a billionaire and ranked 18th among the forbes list from india he is biting his nails why is that ah biting his nails i think the most immediate cause now would be uh, this quarter the results are just out the net loss for the company has been rather large about 1000 crore and this was largely on account of calls that he has taken in the past few years the most sort of ambitious of them was this acquisition of a dutch power company called intergen which he had expected would take him to quite another orbit in the power business because his power sector exposure is not too large in india and he had right. thought that uh, buying this company would would increase the capacity that his company has and uh, he had missed out on these ultra mega bids as well which which reliance uh, adag and uh, tatas have won but what happened in the meanwhile was recession set in and the power consumption in europe uh, fell and uh, so the whole intergen uh, thing that was one of the reasons it didn't work the other reason was that he had bought only 50% of the company and he had plans for it whereas the other 50% shareholders didn't share his plans so they were pulling in opposite directions and he uh, finally decided to sell the company earlier this year he sold it he sold it to a chinese company but they didn't make a loss in terms of the price at which he bought and sold but there were losses in terms of carrying costs and transaction costs and so on and those have been booked in the last quarter's results and he's 
declared a net loss of 1,000 crore. So that is one reason that he would be biting his nails, uh, as we put it, Abhi. The other reason is a lot has changed in the past few years for his aviation business because there is a regulator called ERA who has come in now to regulate returns because airports are privately operated. Many large airports in the country, four of them, are privately operated. So the government has put in this body to make sure that passengers are not overly burdened. And what ERA has begun to do is it has begun to question many of the charges that these airport operators are charging, something called development fees. So these development fees, for instance, Delhi airport and uh, domestic charges, 200 rupees for every domestic passenger and 1300 for every international passenger. That has um, come into question for how long they can collect that. It's more like the road toll that we pay over the number of years for road development. Yes, it's more like that, except that road is very unilateral. The person who builds the road has no other source of recovering the money other than cars that, you know, use the road. Whereas in airports, there are other ways in which the operators can recover money. What are they? Duty-free shopping or from uh, the fuel suppliers who supply fuel, they pay part of their revenues to the airport from parking charges. There are uh, dozens of uh, small ways in which they can make money, ground handling of the aircraft. So there are other sources. So passenger associations representing passengers obviously say that you can't charge a passenger for using an airport. It's, it is a sort of a negative thing and particularly low-cost airlines feel that that increases because it's part of the fare right. and it increases the fare to that extent. Uh, so there is the classic sort of dilemma in a way, if I, if I can put it there, because on the one hand you want good infrastructure and these guys have obviously invested about 13,000 crore in building this huge Terminal 3. What returns should they get and in how much time should they be allowed to recover that money that they have put in? That is the debate. And ERA is still looking at these things and it's expected to rule on these charges in the next month or so. Until then, Mr. Rao <laughs> continues chewing his nails. <laughs> and it doesn't help when uh, Mr. Yashwant Barve, who is the chairman of ERA, his decision can override any agreement that was signed in the past. Abhishek, yeah, that is a bit of a cause of worry for the company and for other private operators as well. Along with GMR, there is Bombay operator called GVK. They had signed with the government an agreement when they took charge of the airport. These are 60-year leases. That agreement had allowed to an extent that they be able to, for instance, use land money that they get from land that is around the airport. Now, for instance, GVK doesn't have much in Bombay, but GMR has more than 200 acres of land around Delhi airport, which it can develop, That which means lease out to others, hotels and convention centers and so on. And that money can be included in the process. So there is a debate on that as well, about whether that should be accounted or not be accounted. So originally in that agreement, which they had signed, it said that they can include that. And now we still don't know what the final ruling will be, but ERA now supersedes all agreements signed by the government before, which is a dangerous thing for the airport operators because they had built their project on some basis and they had borrowed on that basis. And suddenly they find that uh, everything has changed. Yeah, so there isn't much 
that uh, you have for Mr. Rao that he can smile about, even in the article or otherwise, because just yesterday uh, or a couple of days back, uh, it was reported that his power project in Nepal was attacked by some Maoists and a couple of his offices were burned down. Of course, we are also talking about the big hole in his balance sheet because of this the Delhi airport project that he's running. Uh, should he be consulting um, astrologers for this, Kuku? <laughs> uh, I don't, it's not as bad as it looks. Nepal is a cause for concern, uh, obviously, for him, but that has nothing to do with him, really. I mean, because it is a whole backlash against Indian companies there. And he's not at fault. I mean, I wouldn't think that there would be any need to move to the astrologers immediately because these are long-term businesses and he's uh, well invested. For instance, in the airport vertical, Delhi airport is the largest airport in the country. And whether, irrespective of whether user charges are allowed or not, he will break even. It is only a question of when. So he might have to carry that debt in his books for a longer time. And he always has recourse to the courts if there are rulings doesn't go his way and in the other businesses in power he's uh, steadily expanding although fuel is a problem there but that is a problem again for all power producers in India and he's planning to looking at acquiring mines abroad he already has mines in South Africa and Indonesia but looking at expanding that and uh, if you look at his past track record GM Rao has been extremely persistent if not anything else and and that has paid the tenacity has helped him survive for so many years and grow from a small-time businessman in uh, eastern Andhra Pradesh to where he is now. So how does the future look like? You, you said that the future isn't very dark, so he has enough cash flows with him to sail through for a few years if things go well with other, other projects, barring the Delhi airport one. It's certainly going to be trying times. It's not going to be easy. But the bottom line is that the infrastructure needs to be built in India. So it's, uh, it's a classic case of three steps forward and two back. But uh, finally, that need is there. There are lenders who see this, people like IDFC, for instance, and others, who have uh, been able to see this need and stand by him. On the other hand, the stock market has not taken such a charitable view, and they have been uh, dumping infra stocks, and GMR has blown the brunt of this as well, and their stocks are not being treated too kindly. <laughs> but uh, if you ask me, overall, the future fundamentally rests on the need for uh, for infrastructure development and developers of quality, I think, shouldn't have too much of a problem. Right. It's kind of uh, funny when the government only a year ago announced in its budget that they will be allocating thousands of crores running into five figures to infrastructure. And then you have impediments to private players like uh, GMR. It's, it's a little... Uh, ironic, and I think GMR will could use that Richard Branson cliche that we spoke about last time. That the easiest way to become a millionaire is to become a billionaire first, and then start an airline company. He would disagree. He would say you just go and start an airport in India, and that that's the best way to to do it. Well, thanks a lot, Kuku, for your time. Abhishek, it was a pleasure talking to you. And all you listeners out there, please log on to the Forbes India homepage that is business.in.com or theindicast.com where you can find this podcast. And to subscribe to Forbes issue, you just have to message Forbes to 51818. That's Forbes to 51818. Thanks again, Kuku. You have a good day. Thanks, Abhi. Bye.